Here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. What is going on? This is Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave. Appreciate everybody who's been listening, checking out the show. And a lot of props goes out to everybody who's listening to the mix I just put out a couple weeks ago. It's a mix I put out primarily featuring artists who have been on this podcast before. So you're going to hear guests on there from the past and songs of theirs featured in this mix like Music G, SB, Griffin Scorsese, Confucius, Ramses Ali, Acrobatic, you know, Percy P. So many people who've been on here just want to give them, you know, a shout and put a mix together with all this music they've been sending me and want to do something with it. So everybody's interested in listening to that. It's on Mixcloud. Just look up Mark Jolla for DJ Soundwave. And I've been posting about it. You follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I've been posting it on there. So I might as well put, tell you where to follow me on Twitter at Infinite Banter, on Facebook at Infinite Banter, Instagram at Infinite Banter Podcast. You can also check out the show on YouTube. Clips from past guests are there. Just search for Infinite Banter. And you can hear the show on all digital platforms. Really excited to be on iHeartRadio and Google Podcasts, along with the usual places like Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, Castro, Podcast Addict. Follow me on those social platforms. You'll find links to the show. All right, before we get into anything, so yeah, it's been a while since I've done one of these. As Rakim once said, it's been a long time, so I'm definitely excited to get back into this. This one right here, really excited to bring to you guys the one and only Guy Grams. And uh, he really works closely with Dirt Platoon, who were on the show uh, last fall. And he and Raph from Dirt Platoon have a lot of songs together. We're going to play one here. Really excited to talk to Guy Grams, talk about music he's got coming out, his new album War Metals that's coming out, stuff he's done in the past. So really excited to bring that to you guys. Also want to touch on SummerSlam and a couple other things at the end of the podcast. But right now, you want to go ahead and talk to Guy grams and play a few of his songs to get you guys acclimated with the one and only guy grams from baltimore but before we do that as always this show never starts it never begins until the one and only dmc says this yo yo what's up this is me dmc the k-i-n-g the greatest mc in history and right now you're listening to infinite banter because we will banter on forever because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be I B Infinite Banter. All right, before we talk to Guy Graham, let's play this song right here. is just a straight banger. He's got a new video for it. So go to YouTube, check out Guy Graham's Fear and Loathing. Watch the video. Definitely give you those visuals to help you with the song. But this song right here, I mean, this is just, this is what we need. That that straight heat. This is Guy Graham featuring Raph Almighty from the Dirt Platoon. Fear and Loathing. And after you hear this song, you're going to hear from Guy Graham himself on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Fear and Loathing, Guy Graham featuring Raph Almighty. Straight. My shit is sophisticated. It's hand to hand moving, the land of the pistol waving. Son, son, even the mayor is getting raided. It's hatred that put a bullet hole in your faces. The crime is on the rise, it's like the heat in July. The whole team is eating good, kid, the sneakers is fly. And yo, it's like that. Salty motherfuckers wouldn't like that. Regardless how you feel, shit, you made your assumption. It's hated or love it. Fuck you and the jury that judge it. I'm owning up to my own shit. I'm staying. Above it, That's right. we don't need no affirmation. I'm reading no affidavit. Take your ass out the equation. Respect it for being brazen. Spitting the hateful hate, spitting your fucking face. Fitting to take your place.
plate. God give it and take away. Fear and loathing always more than what the mirror is showing. Saying fuck a record label while you fear on my own shit. Why must we hate? I clutch the energy of many suns. Give me that. Give me your tongue, go feel the fear of some. When you hear drums and see them guns, broken pieces of glass blow out your lungs. Dirty fingernails and yellow teeth. That's right. Sweaty palms, white force and jaws. Niggas hate, say I walk too mean. My aura is classic, the cute and keen. Nigga, never clean, leave your bathtub cruddy, take your back. Mop the shit out, Lord, buddy. About to get fucked up. When I study, I craft and make it whole. Feed it to the people, they come through and they get told, nigga. Shot to Baka, got me off the rocker. My war fan, Zulu. Something similar to Shocker. Badly misuse your frame. Bruise your brain. Zooming like a runaway train, nigga. The man who beat me hasn't been born yet. Well, I'll tell him that he's watching this show to come to the fight. Because I'm coming to get you. I'm coming to get you. Y'all, this is Acrobatic. You know, I possess the inhuman capabilities, and right now I'm dropping the infinite banter with my homeboy DJ Soundwave. Check him out, y'all. Are you tuned into the Infinite Banter podcast? I am Mark Jolf, aka DJ Soundwave, and right now I'm just mad hyped to bring on my guest. You've heard him on so many albums Street Intellect, The Gateway Drug, War Metals, Consiglieries, I mean, too many to name, but we'll talk about all of them here on the podcast. You've heard him on the Almighty Grands with Raph himself, Dirt Platoon. He's done stuff with Ill Conscious. The one and only, one of Baltimore's finest, Guy Grams, is here on the Infinite Banter podcast. What's up, Guy Grams? Peace, peace, peace. It's good to be here. I appreciate you. Salute to Infinite Banner, for sure, for always bringing the raw shit and connecting with the underground cats and, you know what I mean, showing love. So, oh, yo, I, it's great to be here. You know, it's a beautiful day and it's great to talk to you. I appreciate you, you know, for what you do. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. It's beautiful to be able to, you know, to make art and create and connect with, with good people like you and, and your listeners. Oh, man, I appreciate that, man. I, like, like I was telling you before, you know, Raft and Snook, they were both on the show, I want to say last September, and they put me on to you and uh, when they put those albums in my hand that almighty grams i'm like man this dude guy grams is killing it i got i gotta find out who he is and here we are right now talking to you so salute salute for heads listening who maybe aren't familiar let people know who guy grams is like when you got started how'd you get you know you start in the rap game well honestly i mean music is my life you know hip-hop is my life i know i'm showing my age a little bit i'm 35 but i mean hip-hop raised me i was also fortunate to come up in an era like the end of an era where it was good you know what i mean there was real mcs you know so i caught that 90s wave and you know what i mean and like roll with the old heads and you know um really just coming up you know what i mean um uh i've been doing music like 18 years 20 years like i said more than half of my life it's really just a part of life now creating and i uh i mean i did the battle scene you know i always created it was interesting when when i was thinking about you know talking to you 
I wanted to mention that, um, you know, it's funny with, with me was I played like thousands of shows as a teenager or, you know, like in my early twenties, right. like we played shows before I ever like even pressed a record. You know what I mean? Like I was going to events and rocking crowds and we were having fun and hanging with the ladies backstage. And you know what I mean? And at some point it hit me, like the light bulb went off, like, Oh, I could do this. You know what I mean? Like right. people, people enjoy it. You know, and uh, I could see how they react when I hit the mic and, you know, the way that I enjoyed it. And I was like, whoa, you know what I mean? So really ever since then, like the light bulb went off, you know, really wasn't a plan to uh, do art or, you know, be a be a MC. I just kind of fell into it. But, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way, to be honest. You touched on something there that I didn't even think about. You know, today's hip hop artists or even music in general. I mean, everybody's online, social media, that's how they get their stuff out. But you were like, you know, getting your dues on stage, like just performing and, and doing stuff, like you said, without a record, without like real name recognition. But that's how you got your cred, your recognition, man. Talk about how that was like just growing up in that scene. And then when you finally put a record out, it's like cats knew who you were because they maybe saw you at a show or something. Right, right, right. And um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really dope. And it's something now too. It's funny that you said, you know, say that because certain cats that are like, have a a little buzz or like or on the scene you know we travel i travel from city to city and we you know i'm a traveling artist or musician like you said i travel with the dirt platoon j royale ill conscious you know a few other heads too but a lot of these cats that i see like the newer guys that are popping you know i can tell they haven't had as many hours of stage time yet you know what i mean right, to be like right. yeah yo's nice or dude's all right but his stage show is eh, you know we hit it with like an intensity and a professionalism you know and uh and like i said i've been i've had i've logged millions of hours of stage time like over years so it's like a comfortable place and uh yeah i mean i used to hear that too like with the internet and everything that uh you know if, if this was 96 the way that y'all move you'd be on you know what i mean because we actually like <laughs> moved in flesh like we come to your city we set up a merch table or a stand or out the backpack or the trunk, you know what I mean? And we just rock and people connect with us and we move a little merch and move from city to city and spread the good word. And you know what I mean? And we're able to do that. And I still love doing that. And really, you know, that's my thing now. Like I was going to mention, I know with the Corona and everything, but even before that, you know what I mean? Um, I'm kind of been off the grid a little bit, you know what I mean? Like even with the, with the internet and some people got to understand too, is that, you know, when I was growing up, like we didn't have a computer in my house. Right, like, right. you know what I mean? Like that wasn't, a common thing like you know no, so shit there wasn't um, instagram you know, I, or anything like that either so you couldn't promote yes, at all yeah yeah there was that was not i mean you had we had like street teams and dudes like putting up like posters and you know what i mean uh you know flyers and you know doing doing a bunch of things like that exactly. you know um doing like email lists to djs and you know i guess well no i guess they couldn't they weren't doing that you were doing demos and sending them to djs you know or whatever whatever you know you were doing so so yeah it's just different now you know um i still love that nostalgic vibe and you know what i mean like the internet of course is made things better you know for lots of reasons but it's also like been a detriment to us as a society as well not only like a hip-hop culture you know what i mean like you know i think some things get lost like the details some of the fine details get lost and you know right the it's like in reverse to yeah. digital shit you know what i mean so and it's right. even like over the years it's funny 
that um you know we played shows like i played with legends like rest in peace like you know sean price or you know we opened for prodigy or you know lots of artists you know smith and wesson you know a bunch of cats anybody you can name az you know what i mean um sometimes you know they might put a flyer together you know and after with us we were on a scene like on the east coast scene like philly new jersey new york dc baltimore you know, we travel anywhere for real, Connecticut, wherever, Boston, you know what I mean? We'll, we go overseas. So, but uh, seeing some like, it'll be like the local cats or the other guys on the bill. Sometimes like the people care more about being with their name on the flyer with like Sean Price than actually showing up and performing. Right. Sometimes the kid will never even show up. He just got a flyer online with his name next to a, a legend. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, you know, and then also one more thing on that topic is, is that, um, you know, it's good to do that like hand to hand. I'm really about like spreading the good word and connecting with people and then being with kind of, it's kind of like off topic, but like I said, I was, you know, hip hop raised me. So I got that feeling when I was a kid, hip hop was like a good feeling, you know, it gives you chills sometimes or it makes you feel like, so when I perform, I'm able to give that back. You know, I'm like recycling in a, in a sense, but it's like a good feeling to connect with people individually. So when I go from city to city, and I move crowds and see how people react to me. And it's all love. And, you know, people think hip hop's like a violent thing. You know, it can be. And, you know, it's a vivid depiction of, you know, reality. But uh, most of the times in the cities and the places we go, I miss screw faces sometimes. But, you know, it's all love. You know, when we <laughs> over the art, right. you know, ends up taking over. You know, it's like, what the fuck is y'all doing here? Y'all are out of town or, look, you know, and it's like we're looking and, you know, they're looking and it's like, I don't know. And then. And then we perform and everyone's like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, like they get it. No so, so it's definitely like a beautiful thing to connect with people all over the world and, you know, step like from place to place. And, you know, um, you know, so the Internet is cool, too. I know guys got they never ripped the mic or they never been in front of a couple hundred people or like, you know, moved the crowd. But they got 20,000 followers or 80,000 followers or, you know what I mean? It's just the same thing, like talented people like online might not have a lot of followers, but some chick who is not really anybody who like pulls her tits out. She's got a hundred and some K. And then when you look at her, you think she's somebody, but then some guy who may be a talented engineer, uh, producer, somebody behind the scenes, and maybe, you know, another artist, you might look right away and say, Oh, they only got X amount of, you know, whatever, whatever, you know? So it's just funny how that works sometimes, you know what I mean? Where some people are so insignificant, but when we see their online presence, we think that they're, and then other people who are actually skilled or good individual, you know, at, at what they do, you know, they got low numbers and we automatically think it's like the new stereotyping, you know what I mean? You see somebody, shit, you're <laughs> right. like, oh, they're hot, you know? So, man, there's a lot so, there, man. No, no, you, go ahead. Go but, ahead, man. Yeah, I mean, playing live and shaking hands, I always tell people too, like, I'll tell my lady or I'll tell like, you know, who I'm like, you know, it's another day at the office. And like I said, we travel a lot, so. I'm, I'm like, yo, we're shaking hands and kissing babies. You know what I mean? Like we go out and give out my sticker and, you know, and whatever, you know, I was telling somebody the other day too, it's like, I'm Guy Graham. So obviously I'm pro green, you know, grass is my thing. Right, right, right. You know? So, um, you know, and I play, I perform. So you might go to see Ghostface or whoever in your town and we might open. So you might just happen to catch us and be like, whoa, these guys were dope. So I got a CD and a shirt in the back and I'm with my crew when we mob out and shit. And you might be like, yo, Guy Grams, 
can I smoke a blunt with you? You know, I'm going to say, fuck yeah. Let's, you know, why not? You know, there's a bear shit in the woods. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so at the same time, like think of this guy who from wherever he seen me live and thought I was dope. Then he purchased a CD and a t-shirt. And then when he's playing it in his car, or he's wherever, you know, his homies, and he's playing the game. They're like, what's this? You know, he's going to tell him like, yo, this dude was ill. I smoked the L with him. They feel like they got to know me personally. You know what I mean? So they take that home with him. Like, yo, he was ill. I bought the CD. Yo, we chopped it up. You know, he was a cool dude. You know what I mean? So over everything, you know what I mean? That love is like, is really important. I know monetary value is always important, but, but really like building and moving and, you know, people relating to you and connecting with you is always important to me. You know what I mean? Is as, as important as monetary value. Man, I can't even imagine what that's like to smoke an L with you wrath that's got to be some kind of experience right there <laughs> hey yeah i mean you it's definitely we're definitely some characters you know what i mean so i mean i'm pretty low-key raf's more like a loud you know uh rowdy guy but we get to chopping it up and it's definitely a good time and yo all your listeners all your people if if you're around somewhere where we're at you know what i mean uh come out smoke out with us you know what i mean like i always got some funky if you got some some stinky grass or something bring it on out you know what i mean and curl up you know smoke with us chop it up like i said we always got merch and uh all that shit you know what i mean you might catch a uh you know something exclusive like a freestyle or like some new shit that we're that we're in the pot we're cooking so you know what i mean yeah and the cool thing about you know raf and snook and you as well it's just like it's a very personal uh interaction with the fans so like you know a lot of the stuff i've gotten from dirt platoon for instance is straight from raf like he'll just hit me up like dude i got a new album cop it from me or get this shirt or whatever so yeah i I like that that interaction where it feels like it's more personal we get to know who the person is on the other side of it so yeah if i ever saw you guys in person i'll definitely uh See if you got some sticky icky or grab a brew yeah. or something, you know. <laughs> it's like- yeah, yo, and if that's for all all the people listening, and like I said, you as well. We might look opposing at times. Don't be afraid to come up and you know approach us or say what's up, you know. And also too, I said for years, I'm Guy Grams. You know, Guy is my government name, so it's like Guy is the man, Guy Grams is the brand. But also too, like same thing with Raph and Derpatoon. That's my family as well. So. You know, all of us, you know, we're we're fathers, we're uncles, we're brothers, we're sons, you know what I mean? So like we're men, you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, you know, we we're M- I'm MC, we're MCs, we do art. But yo, you could come talk to us, even on some real shit. Like, yo, we might give you some advice on some real shit, you know what I mean? Man, so there you, you go. Know, so, yeah, I'm, the guy I'm Graham's hotline. You know, and I know, yeah, that's funny too. I mean, yo, if I can help somebody, yo. Right. You know, sometimes, too, we we take from the universe. We take, 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 take. You know, if you do that, the universe will do the same thing back. You know what I mean? So sometimes it's good to give. If you can help somebody, even your listeners listening today, not fuck me or you. You know what I mean? If you can help somebody, you can reach out and help somebody close to you or your neighbor or your, you know what I mean? Somebody and you do, do that today. If you, if you have the means to help them, help somebody else out today. You know, it, it'll come back tenfold. And if it don't, oh, well, you help somebody. You know what I mean? So Yeah, especially in this era that we're living in. You know, people are jobless or they don't know where their next paychecks come in or anything like that. So we're definitely living in those kind of times without a doubt, man. And that's some, something else, too, is with the corona. You know, it's funny. I've been creating and uh, actually like on my YouTube channel, uh, go subscribe. It's just Guy Grams, Guy Grams Music. There's a few YouTube channels, but the ones with the newer visuals with like the war metals stuff and uh you know i'm trying to 
get the subscribers up on the YouTube channel because I'm not I'm trying to get it all in one. Uh, there was multiple channels, so I'm trying to direct everybody to one channel. But basically what I'm saying is like Raf's been telling me like, yo, just bring them where we're at. You know what I mean? So I've been getting a camera right. out and we've been dropping a lot of like exclusive things on that channel. So for cats that are interested, you know what I mean? It's Guy Graham's. My website is GuyGrahamsMusic.com. I'm Guy Graham's Music on Instagram, all that. You know, so Guy Graham's on Facebook, you know what I mean? And like I said, I'm accessible, but so I'm trying to bring people to where I'm at. But also it's really strange because like we were talking about before, I played shows, being a traveling, starving artist. Like, yo, I got a a, C, a book bag full of CDs and T-shirts and towels and rolling trays and whatever, right? Um, I can get them off, you know what I mean? But um, really, they're valuable to me when I go play shows, when I travel. You know, so being that though, this is probably the longest in like 15, 16 years that I went without playing a live show due to the Corona. Right. So yeah, it's crazy, I mean, man. We play once, twice a month. I'm here or there in Jersey every other weekend, New York here. We're in Ohio or Connecticut or, you know, we get around. So um, if they book us, we'll show up. You know what I mean? That's why I said, hopefully this shit lets up at some point and, you know, we can come to wherever you know, in Chicago or man, I was about to ask you, you guys ever been. I know Dirt Platoon said they've never been here. You've never been here either, or no, no, man, no. I've never we would been love to have Chicago. you here, man. You guys would just rip it. But yo, let's fucking go. Like you know what I mean. Like we, you know, it ain't nothing. We'll 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 roll out there. You know what I mean. So and it's beautiful. Like let's let's make it happen. So yeah, hopefully soon we can get to the nearest fucking spots and and rock again. I know everything's kind of shut down, which. Is given artists time to create, you know, you should be being creative with this time, you know, especially if you have more free time instead of doing something destructive or, you know, you know, detrimental to your, you know, (laughs) you know, read more, you know what I mean? Pen some more shit. You know what I mean? Like if you play instruments, put some more time in or something, you know, I was going to ask you about that. So with Corona, I've asked a couple artists the same question here. Is it harder to be creative when you're writing rhymes? Is it maybe not as difficult because you've got more time to think about things or, but you're not experiencing anything either. So it's got to be kind of like a kind of a lot of pros and cons to that, man. Well, no, it's funny. Like I said, it hasn't, I mean, it affected me musically, but like, I mean, I'm, I'm my son, you know, like I said, I'm a, I'm a dad. So my son, he's, he'll be a year old soon. So I spend spending a lot of time, you know, with the kids and, uh, you know, I still do my running and get out and about. And also too, it's, it's funny because, you know, artists, you know, on all genres, people think that artists are lazy. You know, that's a common thing. Like, oh, he's a rock star or a fucking artist. That's like, you know, but me and my man always say, yo, if you're a good artist, you know, you kind of have to be like aloof, you know, because you have, you're waiting for like experiences and shit. So you can like soak everything up around you. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, so, I mean, I've always operated that way. Where like, I mean, I'm always, if I say I'm going to be somewhere, I'm going to be there. I'm true to my word. I get up early if I have an errand to run or some, you know, an obligation. Generally I'm aloof, you know what I mean? I'm kind (laughs) of in my own world, you know what I mean? And, um, and I'll use that time to like soak up every experience and, you know, uh, feeling and, you know, um, and I've been doing that for years. So it's also a, a good method of therapy for, for me and crazy people like us. Right. Right. So, and some people draw or you might spray paint or fucking break dance or, 
you know, whatever you're into, bro. You know what I mean? Like people hula hoop and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't hula know. Hoop. <laughs> they do. They do. You know, like dubstep things. Are you, for real? And, you know, serious? Is that in Baltimore? Hey, you know, is that everywhere? Because I, I had no idea <laughs> that shit was going on. <laughs> no, you know, uh, they, well, yeah, that, that's definitely a thing, man. Um, like house, like dub, raves, shit like that, where they play like, you know, dub type music and uh, they flashing lights and girls with like hula hoops and shit. And you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> things that they're juggling and shit you know and um it is funny i don't mean to make light of it for any of your fans that enjoy that no but um it's cool it's definitely cool it's a cool thing and i think uh yeah baltimore has some kind of scene like that like a rave house kind of scene and uh and yeah we've actually been booked for a few of those events like myself and ill conscious and we know some of those guys they're like hippie kind of guys that do a lot of that stuff and they're down with the hip-hop scene so uh, they always showed us big love. We went and rocked them things. And uh, and yeah, so whatever you do, I mean, if that's an outlet for you or, you know what I mean, throwing Frisbees or hula hooping or right. you know, bean bags or whatever that is. Yeah. Whatever the fuck you do, bro. If you just drink 40s behind <laughs> the Rite Aid, I, it's all love. You know what I mean? All you hippie hop guys get mad at me because I'm the one that was laughing, not Guy Grimm's. Guy Grimm's <laughs> yeah, is hey. repping that. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, you know, in, in this day and age too, um, you know, there's not I don't agree with everything, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, uh, I'm rooting for everybody. It's too much hatred. And you know what I mean? Like, I might not. Yeah, you're like, not kidding, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, some things even like this, like I tried to tell people for years. I know, you know, I do. I do like 90, like underground, like New York style, like hip hop. Like that's my, you know. <laughs> my niche you know that's my my steez or whatever you know but like say like certain things i don't like like some of the new rap and other things that are going on you know i'm definitely not into that you know i'm not rocking with that at all but you know if we were at there's there's a certain time and a place for everything so like if we were at the club or a party and there was beautiful women and they were like voluptuous and shaking around and shit you know um i wouldn't be like stop the music yeah. this shit's whack you know what i mean like yo if it, you know what i mean like uh pl- put that no nah shit on or whatever like yo i'm let him fucking you know yeah i want to hear that new nas you know keep keep dancing but i don't want <laughs> yeah so you get what i'm saying though yeah, it's like you know nah. there's a time and a place for everything I, I mean it may not be for me or you per se or your listeners you know what i mean but i'll try to tell my man too my man full scale he does a lot of production for me shout out to him he's like my family you know but we have this conversation a lot he'll be like that shit's whack some shit is bullshit right and yo it's good to be a hater sometimes i feel that but it's also good to have an open mind as well. You know what I mean? Just try to have an open mind sometimes, you know? I'm pretty and sure also, 90% of the music I've heard in my club days, which I haven't done in a long ass time, I didn't like it anyway, but I didn't care because I wasn't there for the music. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you were there for something else. <laughs> yeah. You know? it, it could be a, a variety of other things that drew you there, you know? So, so yeah, man. And also, too, um, before I lose this point, is that, um, you know, hip-hop is is a unique creation it's a unique thing because it's the only genre of music that's every genre of music you know it's like the child of like rock and jazz and funk and soul and you know what i mean like all those things are what make hip-hop you know what i mean so it's very unique and it's cool that 
you know, people can go different directions. You could do a lot of different things with the umbrella, you know, hip hop. Without a doubt, man. And you'd mentioned your website, guygrazmusic.com, and everybody listening, go there, cop his music. You have pictures of flyers from, you know, shows you've done like Sean Price and Ghostface and things like that. So that's really cool to right. see all those. So you can definitely see the history of uh, some of the legends that you've been on stage with. I saw a YouTube video where you opened for Rakim. I, I got to ask you about the God. Did you get to meet him? And what was it like even just being in the same building with that dude? Oh, it was definitely an honor. Yeah, I actually met him a few times. You know, he was a, a man of few words. And, you know, um, I, I liked it. You know, I just kept it moving, just said, you know, respect and, you know what I mean, pay, pay homage. But, you know, um, yeah, we opened for him. It was definitely dope. You know, um, that was at the Baltimore Soundstage. It was live. You know what I mean? The energy in there was real nice that night. And uh, I think my man Full Scale was my hype man. He's a big guy with like a beard. You know, uh, Derp Platoon and them was all there and you know it was a beautiful thing and uh, it was definitely dope and you know we got paid that night which oh, is there you good. go <laughs> and, then, and then we so rock him paid in full so we sold merch at the table I mean to keep it a hundred you know what I mean we sold merch at the table so we left with you know you know a bag you know, and that was a, de- a decent night but you know um, to, to answer your question too you know I seen rock him like 15 years ago at this place called Sonar it's this little like fucking armpit place down in Baltimore and you know people know if you've been there to Sonar you know it's not there anymore but all the like like the rugged man or fucking Jay Rudadan any like rapper that came that's where they would go so I seen Rock him there like 15 years ago and uh and well, I think he came with like Styles P or something, right? And like Styles P had went on, it might have been like opening acts. And then uh, when like an hour went by and the DJ was playing music, I don't, I think he didn't show up and like people were pissed. And then like a month later, he came back or some shit, right? <laughs> and uh, the same kind of thing had happened where it was like some wow. other artist rocked and then it was like an hour and people were getting antsy and shit. And they were like, the DJ was playing like music and it was like, it could have gotten ugly, you know? And they're like, he's in, he's he's on 95, he's 40 minutes out and all this shit, right? Oh, wow. and so he finally fucking gets there, right? And he comes out and then he, all he says is, he says, yo, I like to apologize. I'm a little under the weather, right? And then he proceeds to go in and rock like pristine and just rips it. Yo, he just killed it. I remember, you know, studying as an MC being like, he's under the wet. What? Yo, fucking, you know what I mean? Like, yo, he just totally was like, you know, uh, let the rhythm hit him and just went in and like fucking bodied everything. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're under the weather. You know Yeah, I mean? see, on his worst like, day, he's better than everybody else, right? <laughs> pretty much. So I was like, yo, you know, so yeah, he's definitely the guy. And, uh, and Rakim's so like Jordan with the flu. You know, he just comes out. He'll, he'll drop some drop classics 60. on you. And he, right, 60. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he'll let you know, like, I'm a little under the weather. And, and, I, you there, you know. and I bet you the crowd, like, as mad as they were, as soon as he started talking, they forgot all the crap that, you know, built up before that. Yeah, once he got there, I mean, once he, you know, it was like water under the bridge, bro. It was like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Now it's. It's time to go. That's what they paid for. And you'd mentioned Sean Price before, man. Talk about Sean P. Rest in peace. One of the all-time legends, too. Yeah, yeah, yo. Um, yo, I love Sean Price. He's one of my personal favorites, even like with the bully, the bully rap. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, yeah, Sean Price is the man. Yeah, we opened for him. I met him a few times, uh, and he was real, a real ill dude. And actually, um, you know, Sean Price and them uh, had a nice relationship with, with my brother, Raph. You know, um, you know, they all build with Rusty Jooks and all oh, that. Right. And, uh, yep. and uh, you know, when he passed, you know, and everything, um, you know, we were in contact with Bernadette and uh 
you know, um, and everything, you know, that they're kind of like Sam to us, you know, and my dirt platoon, Ken, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, salute to them. And you know what I mean? It's a shame that he passed because I really know that he was like feeling my crew. He was feeling the dirt platoon and he was rocking with Raph and them. I believe they went on a tour through like efficiency in Europe some years back. And it was like Smith and Wesson, Sean P. It might have been P.F. Cutton. Man, you know, um, that's a grimy so, uh, tour right there, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely grimy as shit. But I know he was like feeling my my G's, you know what I mean? So like, you know, um, like I said, you know, rest in peace to the guy. But, you know, it would have been more work or more things in the future, you know, with all of us involved. So um, it's just definitely a shame. And what's it like going over in Europe? You know, I saw that you guys have been over there a couple of times. Yeah, um, I'd love to get back. We were actually in the process of putting something together when all this shit got shut down and that kind of shut the dates down. You know what I mean? But, uh, yo, it's kind of like, I don't know if y'all heard before, but like, you know, they try to say like, they're like 10 years behind, like style wise. So like shit that they're into or oh, that's cool. Right. You know, um, and also here and, you know, people know us, but they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. Right. But um, but there we're like fucking superstars. You know, it was always love. Like, you know what I mean? They always showed us big love, but they really like hold us in high esteem you know what i mean they've always they're always real respectful you know what i mean and uh yeah, it's different great. than american fans because they're like you know they forget easily it's like, it's almost like oh yeah he did something like two months ago i'm on to the next thing but over there it feels like they appreciate the art and the culture more and they're, they're appreciative really, that you're there too i mean yeah they're really really appreciative and most of the time when we did shows and you know we stayed busy you know in france and you know iceland and a bunch of different places and those guys had went home and I went and did a few shows in England and did a radio show. And, uh, you know, so we stayed busy, but like I used the subways and we, you know, went around the cities and, you know, um, it was cool because like there was chicks on the train with like Kango hats and feline jumpsuits wow. and shit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> their style was like ill still, you know what I mean? Like, like I seen like a bunch of people, like, you know, their style was kind of reminiscent of like hip hop culture was more like embedded in their style or like you know in the fabric of like the town you know what i mean so i i thought that was really cool man it just seems like they engulfed themselves in a culture and that's that's pretty cool to see that it's like going back like you said more than 10 years ago <laughs> seeing kangles yeah, yeah, and right. stuff yeah they're rocking like velour suits and like ill felines and shit there you go <laughs> hey what was that's the first weird. record you ever put out you're talking about how you did you got your uh your start doing stage shows what was the first time you recorded a record and what was that feeling like well the first time i recorded a record was probably like 15 or 16 my cousin Ugg, shout out to him uh some guy that had a record studio like in his like complex you know he paid for me to rap and i remember it's a funny story is that i rapped like five or six verses right and I remember them stopping me and being like, there'll be another song, bro. Yeah, cut like, that up. We got, we got three songs here. Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, I just wanted to rap. So it's like, you know, and yeah, all that. I was in a group called the Small Time Crooks with my man. And then we did a lot of shows early. And then um, we made a couple records, but they weren't nothing like, you know. The first thing that I did, I guess, of well, I did an album, a, a mixtape called Will Rap for Food, which was kind of, you know, a mixtape. <laughs> Right. kind of thing but but um the uh, tom delay he recorded uh the street intellect was the first project we officially released in like 2012 or something you know but i had like i said i had been i had 10 years you know in my pocket at that point you know so um i linked up with full scale back then his moniker was napalm so 
he produced, you know, the street intellect and uh, Tom DeLay mixed and mastered and recorded it. I would drive out to Columbia. Tom DeLay founded Breakfast Records and uh, he did a lot of dope shit. Uh, I believe he moved to New York and uh, he's just a good, you know, a good dude as well. Plus, he's kind of embedded in the hip hop scene here. So if your people are familiar, you know, with yo. But um, yeah, so street intellect was kind of like and, you know, it's funny because people hold that project in high esteem like that kind of you know started turning heads or people started listening you know what i mean right um full scale and i napalm we we think we we acknowledge it's good like if you like it that's cool i'm not gonna like you know what i mean uh i appreciate you you know what i mean we really didn't know what we were doing like we didn't know oh, we, it's you. great yeah. that we made a fucking like classic joint or a solid piece you know with like some of the shit that he did with the production and the beats, like some of the rhymes, like the bar structures and the schemes and shit. We were just kind of like, you know what I mean? And like, um, like now everything's more scientific, you know what I mean? So it's like, so for that reason, it, at, you know, at least it's, uh, you know, it's a little sloppier, you know? So when we listen to some of it, we're like, Oh, you know what I mean? But like right. people love those albums. I get tagged from people all around the world. Like, you know, it's been five years since Guy Graham's released this classic. And you know what I mean? Uh, but then really um, shout out to Chopped Herring. They're a record label and uh, they'd have all dope shit. They do like unreleased shit and underground, you know, material. But we put out an album called The Gateway Drug, which was the second album. Right. It was entirely produced by the same guy, Full Scale. And uh, Bob at Chopped Herring picked it up. So really, that was that when like shit started to take off for us because, uh, you know, people all around the world were, you know, hitting hitting us. And, you know, I didn't know they were saying some kind of language and then being like, Guy Graham's respect or gateway drug, you know, and then like a bunch of, you know, and I'd just be like respect or something, you know, so, so people really started taking notice of, uh, you know, what we were doing or really starting to care. And also, like I said, I did the battle scene for some years, you know, that was never my aim or goal, but, uh, I had some friends that did it. Shout out to my man, Rich Cranium to do a class is real nice for people that follow that. Um, the dude, Troy Brown, there was a few guys in the DMV area that were like, you know, uh, doing it and you know it was kind of like like uh sharpen your skill like you know um man versus man type shit you know what i mean like competitive nature in me threw me in that arena but it was it was a really good place for me to like sharpen my sword and rip mcs and you know what i mean further solidify you know i don't never had no problem working hard or or fighting for you know what i believe in or standing my ground or you know which is important you know what i mean for for everybody out there Right, no no doubt, and I'm sure you felt like you grew a lot from that first album to the next one, and then of course now where you're at, people listening, the first song you heard before we came out with Guy Graham's here is that Fear and Loathing joint with Raph Almighty, the video is on YouTube, it's crazy, man, talk about that record, that one is a straight banger, dude. I appreciate you. Yeah, um, Fear and Loathing, it was the first single off War Metals, that's entirely produced by, by my dude Prospect, and he's from Australia, and he's doing big things so definitely check yo out but it's p r x instead of a o you know like prospect yeah but that shit is definitely ill um my man stifler shoots shot that you know what i mean um my man little josh so he's nice with the camera work and trill is bliss did the editing so we reached out to my man trill is bliss I know he worked with Ill Conscious and a bunch of other dope artists as well so he's kind of in the network of you know family so so yeah the visual was real ill i think it was a fitting way to let people know about this war metals album that we haven't released yet so um, oh, you know when it's going to come out or it's still up in the air 
Well, people been asking, you know what I mean? And my manager keeps telling me, let them, let them ask a month, you know? <laughs> so I said, okay. Keep them okay, wanting. So, yeah. so we'll just, we want to keep them, get them thirsty. So, I mean, in, in the meantime, like I said earlier, if for you guys have been listening, um, my YouTube channel, you know, it's Guy Graham's music or Guy Graham's. We released uh, another song or two from the war medals already. So um, one's called Peace Offering. Um, produced by the prospect there's uh, some acapella shit and then also we released the album when we went to france we teamed up with a bunch of art you know producers and you know we released the album called perrymore which I'm, i don't know if you're familiar uh, with i'm holding it in my hand right now as i'm talking to you this is this that's, one and the almighty grams too which i was going to ask you about coming up here yeah yes sir yes yeah we're working on that as well but so um so Perrymore, you know, um, we shot a couple of visuals for that. And, you know, we had success, you know, with the joint with the Charles de Gaulle and uh, a few other joints. I believe Ill Conscious shot a video, heavyweight rhyme writers, you know, off to Perrymore. So um, I've been saying for a while, like I'm doing this cream interior. We're going to do this cream interior. That video. So that was, man. My, <laughs> that was my solo. Um, that second so verse, by the way, you go straight for the gusto on that one. On, on that on that song, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely a ill one. So we just put out the visual, I believe, like a week ago or something. You know, um, so that's out on the YouTube channel. And like I said, it's called Guy Graham's Cream Interior. It's featuring Raph Almighty. He's on there with the assist, you know, just talking shit. And, you know, it's definitely beautiful. And the you know ride, I mean? too. So, you can't sleep on the cars in the video either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it, you know. Um, and the guy at the end, by the way. Anybody listening, watch the video and check my man out at the end of the video who comes up on the bicycle. <laughs> yeah, yo, and you know, for that people, like I said, it's kind of what we were saying earlier too. You know, he rambled for a while because he was definitely out there. He was the triple OG. But uh, he was right. saying some real shit. But I even told my man when we had edited, um, Jim Walkenfuss did the editing. You know, we got that down. We had to chop that down to – to just a few things of value that he said, you know. So, so yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, go check that. It's the Cream Interior video. It's Guy Graham's Raph Almighty. It's called Cream Interior. It's the official video. So check the man at the end. He's talking some some, some knowledge, you know what I mean? And yeah, the cars, we own them cars. So there are cars. They're not rented. You, know I mean? you heard him just say it. They own the cars. Yeah, word up, you know what I mean? So I think that's kind of ill. Um, I'm a Lincoln man. So, you know, and in my videos, <laughs> You might have seen me in a few different Lincolns. You know, recently I had parked the Lincoln. You know, I still own a Lincoln, but I'm in the white caddy now. So there it is. Um, you know, and I like I like the caddy, and everybody's been like, "Damn!" But yo, honestly, I miss the Lincoln. <laughs> you maybe so, get another car. You get like a second car. Or you have a Lincoln as a backup, or well, it's parked at the shop, and I put oh, a I couple dollars in it to get the work done. But right. I've been debating on whether I should just sell it. You know, because I really don't want to sell it. You know, the Lincoln, it's uh, an LSE and uh, it's got a Jaguar engine and it's like a oh, fancy uh, one that they partnered with Jaguar and they tried to do some fancy. And uh, yeah, so I like it. And, and uh, But if I leave it sitting, you know, it needs work. You know, it's only going to depreciate in value. And what color so is that one? Did you say what color it was? The Lincoln? It's uh, it's a silver. Oh, okay. So it's a silver LSE. For a while, it was hard to, for me to figure out what the hell the E was, but I figured <laughs> it out that it's because it's got the Jaguar engine, and it's like so. Yeah, I mean, I, I really should sell her. You know what I mean? But uh, I love the Lincoln, so. Or maybe I'll do another video with it before you sell it. You know, do one last, that's it, that's <laughs> like an EPMD cover. You sit on the hood or something. It's you know, <laughs> if, people, if, if you know, if I could continue to uh, sell my merch and you know do my there music, maybe I'll, maybe I'll put money back into the Lincoln, and you know, I'll just. 
make the boneheaded decision of uh you know keep keeping her everybody keep listen go to guygrayersmusic.com buy that merch and the music so we could rebuild this lincoln come on now yeah, let's, let's build rebuild the ls come there on there it people. is <laughs> speaking of I mean, new every, joints man uh every big house this robin off the rebound this one you put me on to uh of course being a bulls fan we used to hate robin but now we like him because you know, he helped us win three championships but talk about that record man and uh yeah, just a reference to Rodman, of course. Chicago heads will be feeling that. Yeah, um, well, salute. Salute to Rodman. Salute to Chicago. I mean, I was a Jordan fan growing up. So, for, you know, for what it's worth, you know what I mean? Like, I, I watched all the fucking Bulls championships. I know everybody watched the, the Mike documentary. Yeah, you know, that was classic. So, what did you think of that? Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought it was really dope because, uh, cause like I said, I'm 35. So, I watched a lot of them playoff games and I I lived a lot of that, right? But as a child, you know, I didn't comprehend like they were beefing with the GM and Pippen had right. this going Breaking on. Breaking it and up, that, yeah. That, you know, it was like the backstories were definitely like interesting to me. So, but uh, yeah, Robin on the rebound is um definitely a raw joint. It's produced by my ma- my man Level Thirteen. He's from Philadelphia, and uh, he's a dope dude, a dope producer. I've been trying to link with him for a while. It's kind of a Lucy like a one off for right now. I mean, we might put it on something in the future or give it away like as a free download gotcha. for purchasing something else or something. But um, I just was itching. Like I said, we've been kind of putting out material, just you know, trying to. The you cover know, art, stay, stay the cover art is people. sick. It's got that Sports Illustrated vibe to it, and then uh, the the shoe and the gun in the bag. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, well, that's a raw joint too. I mean, uh, there was you have to listen to it. I mean, I know you played it. Um, it's, it's on YouTube. I believe it's on. All my music is on iTunes and Spotify as well. So um, go check any place that music is available. You know, you can find Guy Graham. So Robin on the rebound, like I said, it's just a raw, like, you know, hold your ground joint. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, um, there's a lot of fake phony motherfuckers out here. You know what I mean? Uh, Let them and know. I mean, there's, it, you know, <laughs> sometimes you have to read in between the lines. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's, it's some it's some some real shit in there. But also I always like to give people knowledge or give them something. You know what I mean? Like like. I like, like, like we said, Sean Price, ignorance at its finest. You know, I love that too, but I love to feed you some knowledge as well. You know what I mean? Something you can walk away with. You know what I mean? So, without a doubt. And uh, speaking of Jordan, I saw you with that Wizards uh, Jordan jersey in, in one of the videos too. Were you a Wizards fan as also? or I'm a sports fan. So, uh, well, the Baltimore Bullets turned into the Washington <laughs> Wizards. Right. So, so, yeah, I mean, really, I mean, as far as basketball, I like the Terps, the Maryland Terps, you know, oh, and gotcha. uh, they right. should be good. Yeah. They actually had a top 15 team this last year, but <laughs> and probably one of their best teams they had in 20 years, and they got shut down with the corona, and then now their guys are graduating, they're moving on. Or, oh, that sucks. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I like – I like the Orioles. I like the Ravens. I like the hometown squads. You know what I mean? So yeah. my, I like the Wizards, you know what I mean, as my – you know, it's a shame to what they're doing right now. I right. know that they made the bubble or something, and then they – Yeah, you know. and uh, Camden, I've been to a lot of out-of-town out of ballparks, and, you know, the Orioles stadium is one of my all-time favorites. So salute to Baltimore and uh, sports teams. You guys you guys are – the Ravens have been good for a long time, and – the Wizards will hopefully be coming back. You coming up? Yeah, I hope so. And I appreciate you, like you said about Camden Yards. People, uh, people always say that, and it is a nice park. And they're right I try though. To get down there a couple times a year. Yeah. You know, uh, it's also it's affordable. You know what I mean? Like a baseball game is kind of affordable to take your family to. Oh yeah, without so, a doubt. You know, it's a shame right now they're not having any fans. It's something like family fun to take the kids, or even take your lady, or whatever, whatever. You know, in the evening. 
you know, something to do is for, get in there for 10 bucks, 15 bucks. Yeah, it's, know, it's weird. It's weird to watch, you know, sports and no fans. But, you know, I watch wrestling, too, when there's no fans. It's very weird, but it is what it is. And hopefully we get past all this. And like we said, get get some shows here. Get Guy Grams to come to your town. Dirt Platoon, Ill Conscious. A couple other joints are going to play in the episode here. I want to talk about Fortunate Thieves and the uh, animated modus operandi. Talk about those two records, man. The Fortune of Thieves is uh, produced by my man, the custodian of records. Shout out to him. He's been blazing the scene. He's been around for years. So, and it's got Starvin' B on it. He's a Hill MC from Queens. If you're familiar with the underground scene, you might be familiar with Starvin' B. If you're not, Check out Starvin' B. Like I said, he fucks with like Spit Gems and, you know, a bunch of ill rappers from Queens. And uh, um, salute to Starvin' B, you know what I mean, on the assist. And salute to Queens, you know what I mean. Um, and uh, the artwork is ill. My homegirl did the artwork. Um, and I loved it, you know, so I asked her if I could, uh, you know, make it my own. And, you know, she obliged. So so um, it's definitely nice. One of them kind of loosey ones that we might do something with in the future. I just want to keep feeding, you know, cats material, you know, at the time being, you know, content right. is king. So. But, but yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely the artwork is beautiful. Um, you know, and the, the rhymes are ill. The beat is uh melodic. It's like one of them smoked out joints or something. You know what I mean? It's uh, <laughs> it's real nice. So um, salute to all who are involved. Also too, when I say that for you people listening who are not familiar with me, it's always, quality over quantity i wanted to make sure i said that right so quality over quantity everything that we give you everything that we put out you know it's been vetted you know what i mean like we we took the proper steps to make sure it's you know of best of the best quality when it arrives freshly to your ears yeah and of course when there's too much quantity things get lost at a shuffle you know there might be a good gem in there hidden between some not not necessarily for you, but for anybody that's releasing a lot of material once, stuff just gets lost and it's hard to keep up as a fan. So I like that. Like you said, just the quality is out there and you just keep hitting them over the head with it. And uh, Yeah, and eventually you'll catch on. I like uh, what the dude Ka said. You know, he's an ill uh, MC from Brownsville. You know, every project, every song, every time that I, you know, go to create, I feel like in a way um, it's someone's introduction to me. You know, though I have eight albums, so I have, you know, a vast catalog, everything that I do, you know, um, I mean, I create on my own merit or, you know, I don't I don't necessarily think of other people, you know, in mind when I'm creating. But I like to think of that like I go hard with the idea that, you know, um, this is someone's first time discovering me. So it's interesting like that, you know, so people catch on at different points. Some people that you meet along the way are like, bro, I've been with you since. And you're like, damn, you know what I mean? And some people are like, my man showed me this and I've been rocking with you since here. You know what I mean? So so it's interesting to see where people jump on sometimes or where they call it on or or what grabs someone's attention as opposed to something else that we've done or something, you know. And also too, um, the Gateway Drug and the Consigliere albums, uh, two albums we put out like in a two year span or something. Both of those albums are like 20 some songs. Right. And, uh, and that's great. But when I was a kid, albums used to be that long and you would like read the liner notes right. and shit, you know, now people put out six, eight, 10 songs and, uh, and that's it, you know, so I could have took those albums and split them up and put out, you know, six albums, you know. Right. But as long as each, if it's only seven or eight tracks, as long as each one of them is banging, you know, you, you pretty much, it, it's worth it. You know, the, the EP could be good as long as it's not 20 songs and only like half of it is like, eh, you know. So sometimes back in the day when you used to get those double albums, you'd be like, man, they're going to make one really good record. 
they just took all these songs and put them that way but uh yeah, yeah and man then, uh, we like to make like i like to say like my shit ain't no like hot for one week shit you know what i mean so it's like i don't want to make an album where you, you buy an album from guy grams you know um and you like track nine and twelve right like, right that's whack that's a whack album bro if you buy one of my albums i want you to be able to play from start to finish and and you might not like every song you might be one or two that you know it's funny sometimes people's favorites and ones they don't like you know because everyone's different has different tastes sometimes so you know and it's interesting to me but like if there's 10 12 tracks on an album that you enjoy well then you got your money's worth you know exactly. and so we, we we like to do it like that like i want to make you know, all the songs enjoyable. I don't want you to keep flicking around when you put the, you know, no one wants to do that. You put it on and you let it play, you drive or you play your game or whatever you do, you work out or whatever, just let it hula fucking run. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're doing your hula hoop, you got your guy grams on. That's it. You know, you know you're rocking the guy grams and you're fucking hula hooping out. You know what I mean? You can get the really vibing out, you know? <laughs> Before I let you go, I have to ask you, man, how you met Dirt Platoon? How'd you guys meet up? Uh, really through time delay. And again, shout out to my man, Full Scale. Um, you know, he's kind of like the research man. He was telling me for years, like 10 years ago, like the Dirt Platoon, they're the illest shit from Baltimore. Yo, they're like this and you know what I mean? And like, you know, um, so eventually, uh, you know, we had linked up on the Street Intellect album. You know, he they worked with Tom DeLay through Breakfast Records. And, you know, through the battle scene, we linked up with Tom DeLay. He ended up recording and mixing and mastering Street Intellect. Well, the only feature on Street Intellect is Dirt Platoon. So it was one of the early features there that they go. did. So we had all linked up and they was drinking Jack Daniels and I brought some funky and we smoked that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, uh, it was definitely a, 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 a nice session. You know, that song is called road to nowhere. That was the first time we was ever like in the lab together, you know? Um, so that was ill. And then say like a year later or something, you know, um, well, Tom delay, he had moved to New York. So, um, like a year later, you know, we had to find another studio. Shout out to my man, Last Born Child, you know, had went to Street Legal Entertainment, which is in Baltimore City, you know, to do a feature for my man, Last Born Child. Well, it's a studio that a lot of people use. It's real nice. Uncle Mark is the engineer there, Mark Carey. So uh, we felt comfortable there. I decided that's where I was going to record my next project, the Gateway Drug. But when I was in there recording, they also have a, a record a radio like a radio station or you know some other things in there so derpatoon was in there one day and we were all happened to be in there and raf was pulling like bags of weed out from like his underwear <laughs> you know what i mean and uh and to be in that we what? were all in the same place and we you know but i like grass and yo likes grass so i'm like i got this kind of grass what kind of grass do you got? And we were like, you know, and we've been fucking best friends ever since. You know what I mean? It's that like, ass grass. You know? I was kidding. So, yeah, whatever. He was had it stashed. I mean, you know, I mean, I looked at the weed, not with the bag. I ain't touched the bag that he stashed. You no know, doubt. but uh, no doubt. But yeah, so me and Yo just kind of linked up. And, uh, you know, we both have a love for, for grass. You know what I mean? And, uh, and we both love hip hop. You yes. know what I mean? And um, I respect what they do. You know what I mean? A lot of the times um, we would, uh, you know, be somewhere where we would, Dirt Platoon would do something. You know, I had my own shows. I was kind of Guy Grams' own brand, you know, and um, Raph and them would be like, come through, Dirt Platoon's doing this or doing that. You know what I mean? And like, we would always just kind of form like Voltron or something, you know, and link up. Oh. And then over the years, you know, it just became like a crew, uh, uh, ill-conscious kind of 
was added to the squad and you know what I mean? Uh, a few other cats, like I said, shout out to my man, Jay Royale, who, who builds on with us. You know what I mean? Uh, never really had no like official name, like of the crew, but I think that it would, it would behoove us to like, have yeah, a name. I was thinking that you like, not like boot camp, of course, but like you guys are kind of like that. You guys have your own projects. You do, you always come together. You're on each other's projects. So yeah, you, maybe you guys should come up with like a, you know, a name for yeah, like your, uh, your stable. To umbrella it, you know, put it yeah. under one umbrella where right. people know, like once they see that symbol or like, like Wu Tang or something, you know, but you know, and I, and I always said, you know, we floated ideas around. I always said, uh, you know, um, when we hear it, we'll know, you know what I mean? We thought of a bunch of ideas and it was like, you got to think, think of these crews and groups and famous names. Like when you think of their names, it's like, you know, they were like, fuck yeah, when they thought of that. You know what I mean? Like a tribe called Quest right. or Wu-Tang yeah. Clan or, you know, Boot Camp Click or, you know, Mob Deep or, you know, there's a bunch of them where it was like, when we when, when we come up with that umbrella crew name, we'll know yep. right away. Like, that's it. And so, hear it. Also, too, like I said, I really appreciate you for uh, giving me the time. Oh, and, you man. Know, Thanks for coming through. on here. And uh, let people listeners. know. Yeah, yeah. Let them know where they yeah. can find your music, watch your videos, cop that merch. Like I said, GuyGramsMusic.com is my website. But Guy Grams Music on Instagram is where I do a lot of my work. Like I said, kind of a caveman sometimes. But you can catch me on there, you know, or just email me at GuyGramsMusic at Gmail. You know, um, PayPal me, whatever. You know, I send merch all over the world. Like I said, our stuff is on iTunes, Spotify. You know, anywhere you find music, you can find Guy Grams. So check it out. Look, look for that. Like I say, yo, we got the street intellect. We got the gateway drug. We got the consigliere album. We got the fugitive handbook album with my man, the ice Lord. I got Gramzilla. We got almighty Grams with one half of, you know, the derp tune is Raph almighty. We did the Perrymore album. This war metals is coming real, real soon. I got tons of Lucy's and shit out there for y'all to enjoy listen to check out it at, at your leisure you know what i mean um almighty grams friends don't let friends smoke reggie it's coming real soon so <laughs> and then it's an exclusive for your listeners for people that hung on i believe one of our next moves will be a video called the eighth of raw which is um probably the first thing i guess the first single from the second installment of the almighty grams Man, so check the almighty that. grams Chip, go check the almighty grams if you haven't the one that we've released uh, about a year ago check out gramzilla the fugitive handbook check out all of that check out guy grams music um add me on 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 spotify you know on your playlist on on youtube anywhere you find music you can find me like i really appreciate you guys for for reaching out and uh you know, keeping your ear to the street and, uh, you know, just showing love and respect to the guys that, you know, been putting the work in and, you know, paving the way. So without a doubt, the one and only guy Grams, check out his music, watch these videos he's been dropped and he's been definitely releasing some some classic banger material. And once again, thanks again for coming on the Infinite Banter podcast. Big up, Guy Grams. I appreciate it, man. Pounds of respect, man. I appreciate you. Anytime we'll do it again, please get in contact with Raph Almighty and the Derp Tune and them. If, if ever, you know, we have some new new information and developments you know maybe we'll do it again in six months or something and uh we'll have some more stuff to talk about or i'll send you i'll send y'all some music you know when we come you know with some new things definitely keep y'all in and your listeners in the loop man no doubt appreciate that man big up guy grams go check him out guygramsmusic.com once again big up guy grams my man peace man it was such an honor to talk to guy grams and we're gonna play a few of his songs here you know usually i play like two or three songs from an artist 
but he gave me so much material. I'm going to bless you guys at four songs. So we already heard Fear and Loathing with Raph Almighty, and there's a couple of songs he talked about at the end of the interview here. We were talking about this one, uh, being a Bulls fan. He was talking about the Bulls and the NBA and the Washington Wizards. This song is called Rodman Off the Rebound, and it's, again, Guy Grams is bringing that heat, as he calls them, Lucy's. Those, <laughs> those little singles that are not necessarily on an album, but they're there, these little, these little songs that are there for you to get you excited about the next project. So here is Guy Grams, Rodman Off the Rebound, with the blue hair, kicking dudes, kicking cameramen as he comes down with the rebound. <laughs> Rodman Off the Rebound, Guy Grams. Check out Guy Grams. GuyGramsMusic.com But here it is Rodman up the rebound On the Infinite Banter Podcast It's Gramzilla A troubled past from the start is important to live in peace now. Write my life down, it ain't nothing that I could leave out. Don't question a man, hunger robbing him for the tree now. Blocking it for my seat now, Rodman off of the rebound. We're living in a cesspool with plans to be successful. It's stressful, I stretch you. You push a bad batch of dope, mechanical with the mechanism till the ratchet broke. You rappers just cut throat like strippers that love coke. See if hope floats, punch a hole in your love boat. Learning through analytics, been burning a can of spinach. Man, what is this? Mind your business. Bro, men that act like bitches, spit the tank, crack commandments. You should expand your limit. Don't concern yourself with what I'm doing to earn a living. Listen for true and living. The ism of superstition. Pigeonhole in the streets, you get the taco beef. Somebody smoke your bitch ass like a fontoli. Capiche? Who could I trust? Not a motherfucking soul, son. Load your own gun, bucket if you want one, swinging for the fences, shit, we hit another home run, you pray to make the daily bread, I rise to raise the dough up, do you respect the man who's all about his businesses, some other motherfuckers that ain't all about what images, so who you loyal to, I'm loyal to mine, too much internet and television poison your mind, and yo, I write the most dopest with this micro dosage, push the pen till the max, till my life is in focus, I'm ferocious, pigs try to Pictures like roach clips. Hold this, motherfucker. Yeah, you can hold dicks at the bar. Too high for you to reach what them goals is. Lay your back with an old bitch. Rocking some dope kicks. Watching old flicks. Hot boxing a whole spliff. Thinking to myself, you whack rappers should go fish. No shit is any man worthy of fame. Son, you'll know the definition of the word in the tame. Certain to change from birth till it's curtains and graves. Quench your thirst for a verse with a wave. Listen, I'm ingrained in a phrase, then I burst into flames. What I'm penning in five minutes, you rehearse for a day. Shit, accept it. Get your pockets as anorexic. I spit the disinfectant with an antidepressant. No question. Yo, it's Rap Almighty at a desert chain, and you're rocking with Effing and Dancing Podcast right now. Like I said, we're going to play a few extra songs in this podcast. A little bit more than I usually do, but I feel like I got to make up for lost time. Been a couple weeks since I did one. And besides the fact, Guy Graham sent me so many songs to play. This is infinite banter. You know, there's no, how do I put this? We don't put restraints on this show. 
I say we, I'm the only one who does it. Me, I don't. Take that W and flip it to an M. Me, I don't put restraints on this show. It's infinite. I could do it as long as I want. I could do a three-hour show or I could do a 28-minute show. It's all there for you. Understand? So (laughs) So just listen to what you want to. Turn it off. I don't care. So here's another Lucy from Guy Graham's. I'm totally stealing his uh, vernacular right there. This is Fortune of Thieves featuring Starvin' B on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Guy Grams, go check him out, guygramsmusic.com, and go to YouTube and look up Guy Grams. See those visuals, hear those beats, hear those tracks, hear those verses. All right, Fortune of Thieves on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Guy Grams. is not a person. Make a profit off your predecessor's death Your planet wasn't foolproof, you bled the letter F Look son, I ain't really with this fortune and fame You wanna learn to make a fortune, spit a torch in a flame Pay bail, just a fish tail, a portion of rain Getting paid to pen the pain as it goes through my veins Nowadays, hustling is just a means to an end Get ahead, more on the other end of bread that you spend Supersede, I'm in the league, I stay ahead of the trend Shit, we play above the rim, it's fuck what others did I remember as a kid, when we used to love to live A master among Thieves ain't savage enough It's everlasting love that's only for the cast that I trust Yeah, ain't nothing but some guts I'm dumping out of a Dutch Masking gun in a glove box I kill him with one shot Kick in like intuition Stop your flow like a blood clot And what not uh, Queens the b-ball keeping it raw We gonna do it like this Yo, yo I won't stop until your eyes are smoking, trying to get your mind to open. There's no denying we alive and this is why we toasted. The stars align, now the hands of Father Time are frozen. You must be out your fucking mind trying to find my zoning. Put these microphones in comas when my mind is spoken. Different kinds of dope, they sober when they find you floating. I just push the gas pedal and brass devils. There ain't no turning back when I'm overlapping my past levels. Is this how Michael Phelps felt? The medalist melting the bong resin with pure intelligence swimming out of hell? You gon' love the way I heard you pull a pen and murder. Catch me in the winter circle while the sinners jerk you I've been the first to call a spade a spade There's no charade Whoever chose to test my razor blade to catch a gracious fade I used to chase the pain away but I was wasting it Started embracing it, now I got an acquired taste for it Wait for it Reality checks me coming an hour late Familiar faces filled with hatred sucking sour grapes Everything I'm doing wrong is glorified You know the words to sing along to my demise Jersey sitting there, press gouging on this cucumonga mask, rolling a blunt with no hands, doing 180 blindfolded and the 2020 GT53 Benzo. I'm out in Chicago banging that Infinite Banter podcast. What's poppin', Pippin? Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I don't want to go without talking about a couple things. Uh, real quick, SummerSlam was on the weekend. They've got another pay-per-view coming up. Payback. 
I don't know why they have pay-per-views on back-to-back weekends. They're trying to ruin my time with my family and make me have no time with them and watching wrestling all the damn time, but it is what it is. <laughs> so SummerSlam was cool. It's uh, it's kind of like WrestleMania Part 2. It's like the next big event with all the great matches and title changes and such. And uh, shout-out to Asuka getting that Raw title back, finally, from Sasha Banks. Drew McIntyre retained. Bray Wyatt got the belt from Braun Strowman. And, of course, the great thing about that is Roman Reigns made his great return, speared Bray Wyatt after the win, and now they've got a three-way at payback next week, Braun, Bray, and Roman Reigns. It's good to see Roman Reigns back. I know a lot of people hate on him, but uh, SmackDown and WWE as a whole need some star power, and that's good to have him back. And they brought up Keith Lee from NXT, so things are looking a little bit better. I like the Thunderdome look with all the visuals of people on their computers and their laptops throughout the uh, audience. It's a cool look. Uh, people are putting some bad things on there, which is something they're going to have to figure out. But as a whole, it definitely gives it a nice look and brings something extra to the broadcast because it's been hard to watch without fans. Time for you to leave, assholes. All right, that is Kirk Acevedo telling me it is time to go. So that is exactly what I'm going to do. But before I go, a couple other things before I get out of here. I haven't done a show in a couple weeks. I definitely want to give a rest in peace to Kamala. Passed away. Wrestling legend. Icon from the 80s and such. Uh, Wrestled for a long time. Uh, Had a lot of health problems and unfortunately passed away. And it looks like we're from COVID-19 symptoms. So uh, sorry to hear. And uh, and of course, as usual, they'll probably put him in the Hall of Fame. It'll be after he's passed, which is always not exactly the way they should do it. They should have put him in the Hall of Fame already so he could enjoy it while he was still alive. And also, I have to say that I was excited to see that they finally made some arrests for the murder of Jam Master Jay. Two men have been charged with the murder. One was already behind bars. And uh, it's, it, I'm assuming the dude probably just fessed up and said he did it 18 years later. Obviously, a long time coming. You always wonder whenever they're going to solve any of these rat murders. And it looks like finally they have some results here. Finally, Jam Master Jay's family, his fans, his friends can possibly have a little bit of justice in his name. All right, that is it. Thanks again to Guy Grams. Go check him out, GuyGramsMusic.com. Look him up on YouTube, watch all the videos, hear all the songs, and we'll leave you with one last Guy Graham song before I get out of here. This one is Guy Graham's and Dead Hippie, and it's called Animated Modus Operandi here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Thanks again for checking out the show. Follow us on Twitter at Infinite Banter, Instagram, Infinite Banter Podcast, Infinite Banter on Facebook, YouTube, just search Infinite Banter All digital platforms, everywhere you find podcasts, the show is there. Most recently added to iHeartRadio and Google Podcasts. So once again, thanks to Guy Grams. Appreciate everybody for listening. But before I go, one last Guy Grams song. This right here, as I said, with Dead Hippie, Animated, Modus, Operandi, Don't Sleep, Guy Grams. Until the next one, I'm out. Hey, asshole, get off the road. Gramzilla. Gramzilla shit, yo, sickly, yeah, modus operandi, check, yo, fuck you motherfuckers, hey yo, in this war of attrition, the poet is the proprietor, love left his life despite of what he provided us, I got this real life that I live out live, kid 
things you got that you get what you give out vibe this the modus operandi cop and go on standby come in peace and please believe it's locked and loaded landmines land of the green just the home of the grave instantaneous black talent blow out your brains everything that she held in her hard hands hot a dope fiend woke her up with a narcan shot you rappers say the same shit the shit you're saying is boring wake a fiend from out of sleep like it's way in the morning son that's worth the everything you motherfuckers is phony i would never do nothing to make my mother disown me rappers duck and run for cover you couldn't cut a rock up had to break a motherfucker shit he wouldn't shut the fuck up i'm waiting for the come up and caking on this lump sum cultivated fruit the bear i'm taking what is sprung up expect nothing less from the cousin of death i flood the street with the speech shit is all you can eat son it's what you believe it is spray you like the squeegee kids players wanna play i place your name on the bereavement list move with the mischievous i rock with my ace cause you ain't really chef and sonny you just copy and paste i move eclectic i'm too reflective to lose perspective too connected to conception never moves synthetic back for the masses back to shatter backboard glasses can you just a reenactment reinvest for the fast flip word up i had it up to here with this rap shit you can't sag big like pocket that janet jack flick facts bitch being on the infinite banner with my man mark has been a pleasure